0: This is the Epilogue Audio Experience. Akarsh Khurana is an Indian writer, director, actor widely known in the theatre world. His notable works include TVF Tripling, Ye Meri Family, Mismatched, and Krish. Currently, he's preparing for his new play Job. Khurana talks to us about his passion theatre. Welcome to Arangman's show, Akarsh Khurana.
1: Hello Bhavna ji. Thank you for having me.
0: Akarsh, I'm very curious to know how did the bug of the theatre bite you? When did the love affair begin?
1: Well, I actually think ke, uh, it was a part of my DNA. My father has been doing theatre for the last 30 years. And uh, I, from the stories that I hear, when I was just a baby, I was spending a lot of time backstage at Prithvi Theatre and NCPA because my father and mother were both involved in theatre. So I think subconsciously, that was the story. But of course, my journey started in school and college where I was doing my own theatre. Uh, but I think that there was no inhibition about the theatre world because I had grown up in that space. And, Tell uh, me
0: a little more about your parents, uh, their names and the plays they did.
1: So, uh, my father's name is Akash Khurana. He's a a theater and film writer, director, actor. Uh, He has worked in theater for the last 30 years. He's worked with uh, Satyadev Dubey, Amrish Puri, Nasiruddin Shah for many years. Uh, In fact, when I was six years old, I actually got to act in two plays that he was acting in because I think I was the only child around. Uh, Mm -hmm. So, I acted in one play that was directed by Mr. Sunil Shanbagh. Uh, And another play that was directed by Mr. Benjamin Gilani that also had Nasiruddin Shah in it. So yeah, he's been doing theatre and film for a very long time. Uh, He's uh, still acting and uh, still writing. Uh, I think uh, he knows you well. Yeah. Uh, My mother is actually, uh, has been a teacher for most of her life. But I mean, because uh, she was married into uh, the theatre in a sense. For uh, for Dubeji, she did, uh, you know, costumes and backstage for a lot of his productions. Uh, hmm. And uh, of late in the last 15 years, she has actually started directing plays and is acting in a couple of plays herself.
0: So you did not really have a choice. It was a kind of a choice determined by your DNA that you are going to do theater, you are going to do creative arts.
1: I mean, choice So hamesha hota hai. We had a choice and I think that... Uh, uh, of course, the parents also wanted that, you know, there is some sort of a stability in one's life. But uh, I've had very liberal parents and I think the joke that we make, because now my brother is also a part of it, is that theatre is our family business. So, hmm. uh have to keep it in
0: time. So, this little as a child star, you were going stage par chale the stage. After the experience on stage? Kya tha? Professional theatre
1: professional theatre, actually, I was doing a lot of school, but in professional theatre, uh, Naseer, uh, Naseeruddin Shah had a play directed, whose name was Romance for Ruby, in which he was not doing himself acting. There was Ratna Patak Shah, Mahabano Modi Kotwal, Denzel Smith and a lot of other actors. I was around mm-hmm. 18 at that time. I think uh, there was a role that uh, Randeep Hooda was supposed to do at that point of time, but then he got busy with monsoon weddings preparation. Uh, so I got cast in that part. It was a two scene part of a young uh, man. So that was my first professional experience in the sense, because I did more than 50 shows. We traveled all over the country. So that was uh, the first one as an adult uh, that I did. Then of course, uh, I started my own theater company 21 years ago uh, mm-hmm. from youth theater festivals. So my company AK Varys Productions now, just this month has completed 21 years and we've done more than 70 productions ourselves.
0: How did you have the confidence to start a theatre, your own production company so early in that?
1: Well, it was actually for a the youth theatre festival that we started with. Mm-hmm. There's a youth theatre festival called Thespo uh, that mm-hmm. is run by Kwasar Thakur Padamsi, uh, Alec Padamsi and Dolly Thakur's son. Mm-hmm. So there was this college, uh, they, were, they, they used to do college theatre and they started this kind of national youth uh, theatre festival. And uh, I applied for that. And one, we were lucky enough to qualify for uh, the second year itself. And basically the mandate was, if brochure, me a production company for a brochure, your company's name? And we didn't think we a company. Hmm. So it
0: kind
1: of happened in the spur of a moment. And uh, it was born back then. Then of course, we got confidence because we, particip- we finalized, qualified for Tesco three years continuously won some awards and stuff uh, uh, for Thespo and then decided that we should kind of, you know, branch out and try and do our own stuff. Uh, Having said that, I would say like the first seven or eight years were not very easy. I mean, it was, of course, just a hobby at that point of time. And, uh, you know, we were trying to, uh, you know, make ends meet or I was already started. I had already started working and writing in films and stuff. So Mm. I was using the money I was earning from film and putting it into theater and losing it in theater. Uh, Mm. So it was a, it was a very expensive hobby. Uh, Mm. And uh, at one point of time, when we were about seven years into this theater company, like my father sat me down and said, look, I mean, you're doing very good work and you're enjoying it and it's passion and all of that. But at the end of the day, if it's going to keep just, you know, bleeding you dry uh, Mm. and not, not be able to sustain itself, you might have to reassess, uh, you know, So uh, set yourself a target and see, uh, you know, that can you, can you make a self-sufficient theatre company? And uh, it made a lot of sense to me. So we said that, you know, if in 10 years, we don't have a company that can support itself, we had already finished seven of them. uh, Then we will, you know, take a stock and focus on other things. But the very next year, actually, fortunately, two or three of our plays that opened got picked up by festivals, traveled a lot. Uh, By 2010, we were doing like, 26, 27 cities in India alone and uh, uh, we got fairly successful and it's been a self-serving company ever since then.
0: So you're writing, you're directing, you're producing, you're also doing movies. How do you juggle your time and what is your first love?
1: Uh, It's very difficult now to say because I've also been a part of the film industry for 17, 18 years. Uh, mm. I started I started in the film industry as a writer, then uh, assisted Rakesh Roshan on a film that I had written, Krish. Uh, and then of course I went on to direct for a television film and lots of stuff for the internet before the OTT mm-hmm. boom. And now I have directed three feature films and three series. And which are they? Uh, my first feature film that I directed was a film for Phantom called Hijack. Uh, huh. that was followed by a film for Ani Skruwala called Karma with uh, Dulkar Salman and Yilfran Khan. And recently, my third feature film, Rashmi Rocket, released. Uh, and uh, that release. And the series, uh, I had done a series called Boygiri for Bal- Balaji and uh, a show called Mismatched for Netflix, um, which I've just finished shooting the second season of. Um, so you're flirting
0: it, with many mediums. And then uh, you have to also adjust to different grammar and techniques. Uh,
1: That is true. Yes, yes, absolutely.
0: What are you most comfortable about?
1: So the thing is, I'm actually really comfortable working with actors. Uh, The medium almost doesn't matter beyond the point because my happy space is working with actors to tell a story. Uh, My safe space in life is theatre. I always keep going back to the theatre because that is perhaps my first love. Uh, So, you know, I also work with a lot of theater actors in my films uh, and my series, and i have also dabbled, And I think that the the challenges that each medium presents is actually what's most exciting about it. Uh, And even, you know, we've also done hybrid mediums like cine plays where we've actually had to shoot a play like a film, uh, you know, but uh, so you're using film techniques and grammar, but your staging is very theatrical. Uh, yeah. You know, so it was all, I usually jump at uh, things like this. I feel like it's really interesting to see how much you can push yourself. I just recently made a one minute film for Instagram. I had never done something like that, um, mm. uh, which uh, they asked four filmmakers to do. So it's, I'm very happy to kind of try and dabble in in stuff and work with new mediums to see, you know, how my own storytelling can evolve.
0: You know, you just mentioned uh, these teleplays. Yes, ma'am. So, uh, for a purist like me who has been reared on pure theatre or pure television, these kind of remixed uh, eras are quite unsettling. How do you adjust to these teleplays?
1: Well, you know, the thing is, as like you said, when it originally came out as a concept, I know that a lot of, uh, you know, theatre purists were also against it. Uh, they, uh, they didn't see why they should be doing this. My approach was slightly different. My approach was that uh, if nothing else, it's actually very high quality archiving of your theatrical work. Uh, mm. And, I, I, you know, we never land up shooting a play very well when we are staging it. Uh, it's always from far away and the sound is not great. And, you know, um, it just feels like uh, it's something that you just talk about 10 years later. And and you know you don't have much access to it. And when this started, I was very happy to get all my plays out there in a in a manner like this because it was it was well shot, it was well produced, it was our text that was going out there. And at the end of the day, it was a bigger audience, or if not bigger, then at least a different audience. You know, uh, because theaters audiences are limited, uh, as everyone is aware. And even our most successful plays, uh, you know, there is a there is a lifespan of it. But this is something that keeps on. And, you know, if you look at the journey of these teleplays also, they started like as plays which were only for like, you know, private circulation on websites. Then they went to Hotstar, then they came to Z. Now Z has started producing theater in a big way. Um, and I find that it's interesting that there's all kinds of content that's available, honestly. Mm-hmm.
0: What is this uh, new venture of yours called Job?
1: So, uh, one of our plays in 2010, a play called The Interview by a writer called Siddharth Kumar, uh, which actually became our most successful and long-running play. I mean, we've done over 120 shows of this all across India and elsewhere. Uh, This is a play that actually was one that we were very keen to make it to a teleplay uh, because it had been so successful for us. And just a little note about it was that it was one of those plays that, you know, had crossed over into even smaller towns, irrespective of language. Uh, you know, mm-hmm. we went and performed in Hisar in Haryana and we were on the front page because we were the first English play to ever perform in Hisar. Mm. And I think that what happened is that the content, which is basically about a guy showing up for, you know, an interview for a corporate job, uh, mm. it was so relatable because either everyone's had a, you know, encounter in the corporate world or they've kind of, you know, no people who have. Mm. And uh, it was a bit of a funny satire on, you know, the whole corporate structure and, you know, mm. how, how, uh, how the hierarchy works, how insecurity works, uh, you know, it dabbled with a little bit of like sexual harassment at the workplace uh, mm-hmm. You know, and it dealt with very pertinent issues, uh, but in a very f- funny manner. So, mm-hmm. uh, so I think what happened is it connected with people directly, and it worked so well in the theater format. So I was mm-hmm. very keen that we also kind of, you know, uh, tried in the in the in the teleplay format, and uh, we mm-hmm. didn't actually get the rights for the title, the interview. That's why it's called the Job, uh, but mm-hmm. it is very much the same play that is uh, that is something that we have done. And I think it's a very interesting stylized take on the corporate world in a funny but eventually dark manner.
0: So what else is in the pipeline at the moment for you?
1: Uh, I'm right now handling post-production for two series, one uh, which I shot for Lionsgate Play and one for Netflix. Uh, I'm actually caught up with that till the end of March. I've spent the last 12 months shooting three projects, so I'm actually quite tired more than anything else, Uh, but uh, post the submission of Mismatch season 2, say March end, April beginning, I will look at, you know, what I'm going to get into next. There are a couple of scripts floating around. We're looking for actors for that. I'm directing a new play in March. though we are opening a new play in March. So I'm happy in these breaks to go back and kind of, you know, spend some time in the theater.
0: So in your plate seems to be so full. How do you find time for family?
1: Uh, Well, I mean, the good thing uh, is that uh, most of my family is involved in my work as well. Uh, Mm -hmm. So we'll end up spending a hell of a lot of time together. But uh, I do also make a very conscious uh, effort to kind of keep taking these little breaks where I kind of, you know, drop off the radar for a little bit uh, and, uh, you know, get to spend time with uh, from, uh, you know, my wife and my in-laws and my parents and we manage that. That's something that we, we've always done. Uh, I have always done that, you know, because I'm also shooting out of station so much that, uh, mm-hmm. you know, there are times when I'm away from home, like for three months at a stretch, you uh, And uh, so, even though my wife and my parents do visit from time to time, that's not quality time, but we've always made it a point that at least four or five times in a year, we kind of take time out and, you know, spend quality time together and and cut off from whatever work is going on.
0: So My last question is that when your father is called Akash Kurana and you are called Akarsh Kurana, why are the names so similar? Was it deliberate?
1: Well, you know, actually, I mean, this is a question I've asked my father my entire life. Uh, because it has created so much confusion uh, huh. also because we are both in the same industry uh, yes. now. So, uh, but yeah, it, it's kind of, uh, uh, I mean, we're used to it now. It's kind of fun. I don't know. I think they liked the word. I don't think it was so, I don't think they kind of anticipated uh, how much of confusion it's going to and cause. And I think that now a lot of people actually say that my father and I even sound alike. So, uh, huh. that's also another issue, which was, you know, on phone calls, it used to be quite awkward. But yeah, uh, yeah but yeah, I think that's the question for him really and how he's coping with it. So, anyway,
0: so all the best to you, Akash.
1: Thank you, Babaji. And uh,
0: may your job interview go fine.
1: Thank you so much. Thank you.
0: Thank you for tuning in. If you have liked this episode, do comment, do rate on Apple Podcasts, subscribe to Rangmanch on your favorite podcast app like Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Hubhopper, CastBox, Spotify, GeoSavan, so that you get notified when we come next. Stay tuned for the next episode with yet another guest. And until then, take great care of yourself.